Over the course of the podcast that he's done, it's been really cool to be there at the beginning and see him start with where he was with all the the charged up, I've got a million things to say, and maybe a little bit of spite that I'm trying to spit out there, but also this is a legitimate problem, and it's something that nobody else is talking about, and having that be someone who let me know like it's okay to think differently about these things, it's an outside person acknowledging that, yes, this condition does suck, and it's not just you who feels that inside. That was a big part of why I ultimately decided not to go to college and to pursue entrepreneurship. I've done two art shows, I've sold paintings, and I feel like this is something I can really do. And the skills, the time management skills, and the self-esteem that I learned from School Sucks Project is part of what has made that possible. And that was the first time that I think I had somebody validate that experience, that I knew that what I was doing was not right for me, that I knew that this system of schooling was not helping me learn what I thought I needed to learn. Yeah, Brett was the first person that could be like, what are you doing? Like, just do it, do it. And I fucking did it. Like a year later, I dropped out of high school. And yeah, it's made a big difference. And I, you know, it's, it means a lot to me. I was in a very dark place at that time. And it was like a, a voice in the dark that was like, hey dude, it's, there's an option out of here. This is not the end of the world. We're not stuck. You took the subject of school and you tore it apart and you found out that the problem with it, at least you showed this to me, the problem with school is it's such a tunnel vision approach to life. You're walking down a narrow hallway. Do not run. Walk. And it has a, fit, a set destination at the end of it, whereas what the School Sucks Project did was it brought in all these different ideas. You've had episodes with people that maybe you don't even agree with or speak to anymore. And this is important because it shows us that the world is a very diverse and eclectic place in which lessons can be gleaned from all sorts of different places, all sorts of different people. Because of you, I got a beautiful friendship and an awesome community of like-minded people, and it's amazing to see the magnitude of what action can do and the amount of lives that you'll touch that you'll never know, unconsciously and consciously. I'm just one person. Over these last 12 years, you certainly, certainly must have done that for other people in a n- numerous forms. Really helped people improve where they're going and showed them that education is not a dark hallway in which you are not allowed to run. You have given people the skills and the opportunity to sprint at what they're going for. So thank you very much, sir. It's been a pleasure listening. Thus, Autumn 2021 saw the final episodes released, the graduation ceremony completed, and the great work left standing to ask the ages that most important of questions. 12 years of public schooling or 12 years of podcasted education, which do you find more valuable? Watch for-
Welcome back to School Sucks. Today is Monday, November 8th, 2021, and this is the final episode of the podcast. And that montage you heard at the very beginning of the show, that was recorded at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest all the way back in mid-August. Yes, I have been sitting on this one for a while, but I just want to mention this here at the beginning. All of those voices that you heard to open the show, all under 30 years old, thus people who were in high school 12 years ago. The people I was searching for when I started the School Sucks podcast. They all live in the same state, too, which is interesting. It just means that, you know, many age groups and states are underrepresented by the intro that opened the show. But that was special to me. But there are all of these people in the age group that I originally made the show for in attendance to this event, and they had such nice things to say. And you're going to learn more about all of them as this audio continues. Like I said, I've been sitting on this one for a while. I'll tell you if you've never done this before. It is difficult to stop doing a podcast after you've done it for 12 years. You get into, you know, a habit. So, yes, I did procrastinate uh, on releasing this one because once this one is done, once this monologue is over, that's the end of this. It's not like I don't know what to do next. There are things in development. There are things already in progress that you might not know about yet. And I'm requesting that you stay tuned, stay subscribed, because I'm going to be using this feed, this RSS feed, to lay down a trail to our next endeavors, even though the School Sucks Project in the form of SchoolSucksProject.com is not going anywhere. I wish this wasn't the case, but this message has never been more relevant. More people than ever are looking for answers to increasingly perplexing and urgent questions about what the hell is going on in my child's school. Are there alternatives? And all of the people who are starting to ask those questions or feel those questions, even if they don't speak our language, are just a couple steps away from discovering self-directed education. And I need to make it easier for people to take those steps. So that is the future of School Sucks Project, both in the curation and the amplification of the vast library of content that we have created. And I hope you will stay tuned, that you will stay involved, that you will stay supportive of that project going forward. But hey, on a personal note, here we are at episode 732, right? As far as my life's and work's purpose is concerned, this school sucks road has taken me as far as it can, and that's not really a sad thing, and I'm not going to lie to you and say that it hasn't felt sad at times. I've waited a long time to finalize this, but it doesn't have to be a sad thing. It just means it's time to get off this road and get on a new one that in this current climate is more suitable to my vision and my values 
And this next endeavor is a complicated one. It is uncomfortable. It's one of many endeavors currently developing. So I hope you will continue to stay with me, and I hope to keep you in the loop. So we do still produce content for our supporting listeners through Locals and Patreon and the AV Club. There's links in the show notes to all of those sweet and satisfying destinations I have set up for listeners to help us spread this message further and further. Podcast listeners enjoyed zero new releases in the month of October while supporting listeners Got two new posts a week, episodes of The Discomfort Zone, as we approach episode 50 in this series of fairly timeless conversations about self-knowledge and personal development. We've added more cast members for season five, and we're recording another one of those today. We're shooting for two a month. We do record 12 university discussion groups a month currently. I will take usually the best three or four and make them available for supporting listeners as well. You will be able to hear in their entirety my conversations with Nathan Frazier in our new Mindset and Mastery series. We have recorded episodes on the dangers of positive thinking, inspired by the recent Optimism is Cowardice anniversary group discussion. We did one on mass formation and mass hypnosis, and the most recent one we recorded was on habits versus goals. Is it better to just have proper habits with a purpose in mind and move forward that way? Or do you need to have goals guiding all of your actions? Nathan and I disagree and discuss. And one final reason to continue to support or to start supporting the School Sucks Project is as I continue to clean up all the content on our website, to streamline it, to create a better outward face for a new kind of avatar that we hope to reach, which is the frustrated, in some cases terrified parent who is looking for answers, uh, whether that be homeschooling, unschooling, alternative education, ways around the traditional college path. I want SchoolSucksProject.com to feel welcoming to that person. So lots of things that you will find there currently, a lot of the identity politics stuff, a lot of the conspiracy stuff will disappear from the public face of that website. So I guess get it now if you want. Otherwise, uh, you will need to be a supporter of the show to access that stuff going forward. And I'll end that call to action with a very sincere thank you for all of your support, past, present, and future. I'm very, very pleased to be able to say at the end of this thing, except for one month, I think in 2015, when I was honored by the Foundation for Economic Education, they asked me to promote a youth training that they were doing and they paid me a few hundred bucks. This was otherwise entirely a listener-supported show, not a socks and underwear-supported show. So proud of not being a socks and underwear-supported show. Step one, figure out how to get underwear. Step two, figure out how to get socks. Step three, wrestle with big ideas. That's the way I've always thought it should work. And if any of those big ideas inspire you, find pants and shoes before you head out into the world to spread the good word. Mm. I also feel like it would be kind of irresponsible for me not to tell you that if you do get to that stage where you need pants and shoes, go to schoolsucksproject.com, find our Amazon portal, and enter Amazon through there. We get a nice kickback on everything you purchase after entering the site that way. Get the satisfaction of supporting not only us, but also Amazon.com. And if a thousand of you had done that back in March of 2020, I could now afford to give away every single thing I have ever made 
completely for free. So keep that in mind for any upcoming uh, quarantines or house arrests or uh, shelter in place as the result of an alien invasions that you might have in your future. There's a link in the show notes for every episode of School Sucks. Thanks. We also have a growing private community. Every month, new people come in. You know, I go to my dashboard for the university and the Ideas into Action Summit, and I say, wow, Brett, you are like selling a digital knowledge product here that is also downloadable. Good work. But a lot of people make these purchases, and then they never show up in the Discord. They never show up in the meetings. So taking that into consideration, I've realized we might have a few more spots than what I thought. I could probably take 60 or 70 more new people into that community, and I would hope they would get involved. We're having some of the best discussions that I've ever had in my life. People are having discussions entirely without me. I'm not necessary. People set up their own clubs. They have their own meetings. You'll hear me say this in the graduation ceremony that's coming up soon, I promise. This is one of the things I'm most proud of. Back in February, I offered people a social media retirement community, and we have built it, and now I need some of you to come. You might be asking, is he talking to me when he says that? Perhaps this is not right for you if you're looking for a new place to behave the way a lot of people have behaved on Facebook or Twitter, but certainly there are you know more than a handful of people who I would say are enjoying some of the highest quality social interactions in their lives right now, maybe in their lives, period. And they're finding knowledge, support, challenge, accountability. It's a really, really beautiful thing. I have expanded my own social circle through these connections in the university. And another thing that just satisfies me endlessly about what has happened here over the last decade plus is people making connections and lasting relationships. You heard this mentioned in the intro as well. Around the School Sucks Project, Ohio, the state of Ohio is a great example of this. Terrible state. Beautiful things have happened there, though, when it comes to this School Sucks world. So many meaningful, lasting relationships were made, starting with the existence of this forum, of this community. People took it and made it their own. And I'm so happy to see some of these friendships and relationships continue when they you know, might have started at a School Sucks meetup in 2017. So you heard this idea mentioned in the intro. You're going to feel it in the graduation ceremony that you are about to listen to, I promise. But it's certainly been one of the most gratifying features of this university as well. So if you're looking for new connections with people who are like-minded enough, not clones of you philosophically, but like-minded enough for you to interact with in a really positive and constructive way, that's what we're offering. So there's links in the show notes if you want a lifetime membership by purchasing the Ideas into Action Summit. That's one way to do it. Or there's now a monthly option if you just want to try it out. A few people have told me that when they do the monthly option, there's something wrong in the automation where they're not getting immediate access. So I thought that was fixed, and then somebody else told me that. And I'm just saying that here because if you do sign up for that and you're not sent an email with the Discord invite, Message me, Brett, at School Sucks Project. Just put University in the subject line, and I'll get you in ASAP. And then, you know, we'll, like, uh, not be emailing anymore. We'll be talking to each other inside if you want to. And that is also going to become a kind of a writer's room for what I'm doing next. Those people I see as producers in what I think is likely to be a much 
larger as far as its reach and influence podcast project coming in the very near future. Are you going to tell us about that now, Brett? No. Uh, you're going to have to stay tuned to this feed to find out more. These people in this uh, ceremony you're about to hear, they thought I was going to tell them about it all the way back in August. Uh, since then, I have talked about it a little bit in our university meetings, all the way down to what the title of the show will be. But in a nutshell, it will carry much of the same wisdom and themes as the School Sucks podcast, but it will, at least on its face, appear to be more driven by current events, because that's unfortunately what people want. Tim Pool, who certainly deserves plenty of respect for his courage and his work ethic, just bought like a whole town to continue building this empire that kind of began with angrily reading news articles 70 times a day. So the market has spoken, but I would say is in need of some disruption. A way I like to think about it is start with low-hanging fruit, but make sure by the end of each production, I as the host have made everybody a beautiful, bountiful, and healthy fruit basket. Anyway, you'll learn more soon. So that's the future. Let's talk a little bit about the past before we get to today's big event. Oh, by the way, I should have said this like 12 minutes ago. If this is the first episode of School Sucks you've ever heard, uh, not a good place to start. You're here going, I don't know, I was just searching the internet and I thought this was a way maybe I could download the Ron Paul homeschool curriculum. We're going to fix all that for you. Sorry you fell down this rabbit hole. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about the past. I mean, I want to say thank you to the people who originally inspired me to start the School Sucks Project. Chief among them, Wes Bertrand, who offered me a chance to be a co-host on his Complete Liberty podcast. And it has certainly been one of the, the most rewarding, challenging in a good way, mentor relationships and friendships that I've had in my life. I would put Richard Grove right there at the top, and of course his wife, Lisa, for all of the encouragement and support that they have offered me almost right from the very beginning. I knew about Rich's work years before, and after I put out a bunch of episodes, he eventually found me. And I'm incredibly grateful to Rich and Lisa for sharing so much of their their warmth and their wisdom with me through all of these years. And then... From a little bit more of a distance, but not too much of a distance, Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio, uh, the way he organized uh, ideas, the way he used analogies was very uh, impactful. And by the time he interviewed me, maybe like a month or two into uh, the School Sucks podcast, I was listening to him pretty regularly. And you know, I supported Free Domain Radio for a long time. It was more valuable than a college education for sure. Mark Eugenie Freeman, uh, Free Talk Live, that was, I think, the first really like libertarian podcast that I ever listened to all the way back in 2006. I was commuting a lot in and out of Boston at the time, <laughs> in and out of public libraries and public universities uh, to do tutoring, and that was what was in my ear, and it really motivated me to start organizing a lot of my uh, questions and objections to what I was witnessing in the the school system. And then there's people who I was able to work with closely in the earlier days of School Sucks, people like Osborne, who was one of the first people who expressed a belief in the quality of the show and uh, offered to support it financially. 
but the arrangement we eventually came to was he could be involved as a co-host of both the live show and then Podcast Masters, uh, Liberty Masterclass. I want to thank Mandrick and Corey, who were willing to stay up late with us. We used to go on LRN on the radio at 10 p.m. and then do an after show sometimes until 2 o'clock in the morning. I want to thank everybody who volunteered their time, stepped out of their busy schedules to collaborate with me to create content on a fairly regular basis. People like Gardner Goldsmith, my friend Andrew, who hosts The Discomfort Zone, Young Alex, Drew. Drew and Young Alex are on The Discomfort Zone now. Danny McCarthy, who uh, worked on the In Pursuit of Utopia series with me. Uh, thank you to Kevin Cole, who joined that project. And we still have at least one more episode of that to put out. It's a monster. I'm still editing it. Maybe this is the month, huh? And, of course, uh, my friend who works in the entertainment industry, who I will not name here, but I hope this is enough of an acknowledgement that he knows I'm talking about him. And when hearing this, knows what an important person in my life he is and um, that some of the most enjoyable uh, production I ever did was with him. And maybe I'll call him and tell him that too, just in case this was too vague. Somebody who's been working with me for the better part of the decade, a lot of that was volunteer work. Webmaster Tony, he and I still talk pretty much every week still. Uh, very little of it has to do with School Sucks, but that was a connection that was made through this show, uh, and he's somebody that I have certainly learned a lot from. I also want to thank Joel Bine, somebody else who I talk to quite regularly, and somebody who I billed in the last show as the greatest School Sucks listener ever, um, but I'm actually going to put him in a group of three guys right here, Joel, John McLean, and James Taylor, who did a bunch of volunteer work uh, doing some writing for me for SchoolSucksProject.com. Uh, a couple of years ago in anticipation of building a new site. Site's coming, fellas. That new site is coming, and your work will show up there. I also want to mention a couple of people that I often turn to for advice. First, about School Sucks, or School Sucks was the entry point to our relationship. But as those relationships grew, uh, those conversations became more personal and, I hope, mutually supportive. So the first is a, a story, a School Sucks story that I really like. In 2016, I was living in a much more northern part of New Hampshire than where I spent most of my time while I was there. It was a pretty rural area. This gentleman named Mike had a job that, for some reason, put him in my driveway. And my car at the time, I kept my uh, identity, like my badges, my lanyards from events like Porkfest and uh, maybe something in the Liberty Forum or uh, Keenvention. Uh, they were wrapped around uh, my rearview mirror. There was a couple of them there. I don't know why. I mean, maybe if like if I got pulled over, uh, the cop and I would have something interesting to talk about. So anyway, those badges are there, and he one of them, maybe the porcupine logo, caught his eye, and he looked in the window and he saw my name, and he knew who I was, and he left me a note. So we met a couple of times for coffee for breakfast. And he started working on a volunteer basis as a producer. He managed to connect me with Michael Malice. And that was actually how I got on Michael Malice's show. When I went down to New York City, in uh, that was maybe December 2017, that was Mike's work. And he connected me with a whole bunch of other great guests from academia as well. 
Daniel Bonneman, Nikos Kazantzakis, John Hasnes, and many others. So Mike actually played a really, really important role in both the show and in my life. He was really well-versed in a lot of the IFS stuff, so we spent you know, good portions of time talking about that as well. And gosh, I hate to admit this, but in 2017, he took me shooting for the very first time. And he put me through this nice progression of gun size, starting with a, a little 22 and ending with uh, an AK-47 with a drum clip blowing up Tannerite. And telling that story in that level of detail just made me realize that at this point, there's hundreds of stories of connection that I have to leave out of this. And, and so many wonderful details, maybe about the people that have already mentioned. But your time is valuable. Tony Myers, who I met through the Tragedy and Hope world back in 2013, and we were almost like immediately uh, having heart-to-heart -heart discussions. I lived with Tony for a while while I was in the process of relocating from New England to here. Um, some of my favorite discussions have been with Tony. Some of my favorite collaborations on the show have been with Tony. Uh, he's somebody that I just I do not have enough of in my life, and he provided me some really great feedback about a lot of the things that were in my head related to the show and beyond. I want to thank my friends John and Jahida. I met, Jahida was a listener. At some point in 2014, her husband reached out to me and he wanted a little bit of help. And, you know, he said, my wife's a big supporter of your show. I would maybe like a little bit of advice on starting a podcast. So we did that for a while. And then our conversations started to get more and more uh, personal and connected. And eventually we just agreed we should talk every other week for the rest of our lives. And uh, once in a while, Jada will get on the phone or reach out to me in some way and just say, thank you. My children are so happy and I'm so grateful to you for the work you've done that they will never have to go to school. And that's happened more than once. And more than once, it has been like a perfectly timed pep talk through the years. And John and I have these, you know, these great conversations every other week that are often challenging. He holds me accountable. He doesn't let me get away with things. And it, yeah, it's interesting. For somebody I've only met one time, that night I was on Michael Malice's show. I drove to where he lived on the way home, and I spent the night at their house. Uh, but for somebody I only met in person one time, we've certainly been through a lot together. Since a, a current thread here is people that provided me guidance. I should also mention the people in my mastermind group, which I've been doing for over, I think over six years at this point. So that would be Nathan Frazier, who I could thank for all kinds of reasons. You know, starting all the way back in 2012, when he reached out to me for the very first time to be a guest on his podcast, all the way up to the present moment. Last week, he and I had this really, really wonderful, unexpected heart-to-heart about the value that he's taken from School Sucks, how it changed his life, and uh, some really, really encouraging sentiments about the future of my work and our work together. Also in that mastermind group is the mayor of every place he goes, Drew Sample, a guy I just can't get enough of. I remember walking around Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest going, I got to find that Drew Sample. Soak up some of that Drew Sample energy. And starting in 2017, Drew also was like the central point of connection for all of these Ohio people that I mentioned earlier, as he is the mayor of Columbus, Ohio. 
And of course, that group also includes Daryl Becker, who has been one of my favorite collaboration partners on the podcast through the years. Daryl's also a friend. I think we first interacted in 2013. We met in person in 2014. And then again in 2016, stayed up all night with us at Porkfest to do The Dawn of Freedom Part 2. Uh, but Daryl and I have shared a lot, both on the podcast and off, since we met. And uh, I really admire him for his commitment and his courage. And now that group also includes Katie, who I always enjoy connecting with. Andrew, who I've already mentioned, who I suggested as an addition to the group because I knew he would be an asset. And young Alex, who's about to emcee this whole graduation ceremony that we are slowly approaching, more slowly than I expected. It's it's challenging to do these thank yous because there's so much I could say about each one of these people, and I feel like I'm only talking about them from my perspective. It's a weird thing, but this is a weird day. So let's keep going to the next group of people that I want to thank, and I wish I could name them all, and I wish I could tell you a story about every single one of them. But I want to say thank you to all of the people who hosted me when I did the School Sucks Across America trip, and all of the people who, you know, in some cases, drove considerable distances. Kevin Cole, for example, drove from the Ozarks to meet me in St. Louis just because it was so important to him that I take a tour of the city museum there. But there were numerous people who drove an hour or more to a meeting point to share a meal or attend a meetup. And that meant so much to me. It was just like one day after uh, another of great connections, interesting conversations, and this this awareness. Pre- there, I mean, there were some stretches of desert where there was no School Sucks presence, but how present School Sucks Project was in the United States. This is a good point to mention my friend Nick Ulbrich, who took the journey with me, flew in from Australia, met me at the Renegade University event in Los Angeles, and then in a span of just 11 short days, drove from basically LAX to Logan Airport in Boston, where he got back on a plane to go back to Australia. And just to think about, like, one night we're at a gun show in Ardmore, Oklahoma, and then, like, five nights later we're in Brooklyn, New York. The wonder and appreciation that he brought to that pretty frantic return journey across the United States was really special. And he documented a lot of it, too. All along the way, starting in the absolute hellscape of Los Angeles, California, through the desert into Arizona, New Mexico, across the top of Texas, up to Oklahoma. Shout out to Jamie Crane and Mike Maddox, who proved liberty-minded people could be funny. Thank you to Scott Hambrick, who's just an hour and a half north of where they are, who has definitely been in the last couple of years one of the most important people to me as far as uh, wisdom and advice is concerned. Uh, We've had some very challenging conversations, but he's somebody who's been extremely generous with his time. He often comes to our anniversary meetings. And I remember he first reached out to me in 2018, and I kind of saw him as like, oh, he's like a fan of School Sucks. So we did a collaboration. He interviewed me. And then just over the next couple of years, the more I learned about him, the more I was so impressed with his knowledge, his values, the way they show up in his life. He 
is a very different kind of person, you know, than I am. But if I suddenly had a window of time for a phone call, he would always be right at the top of my list to ring and say, hey, what are you thinking about right now? One of the last stops on that trip was in Tennessee, where I met Carrie for the first time. And Carrie was, at that point, a newer listener. And she has been one of the most enthusiastic participants and supporters of the show since And uh, she became part of a group of people at the end here who led this School Sucks yearbook production. That's Carrie, Gretchen, Alex, Larry, then my friends Andrew and James, who I'm going to talk about soon. That was one of the most kind things that a group of people have ever done for me. So thank you to all of you so much. And obviously School Sucks Across America reminds me of Thaddeus Russell. He was somebody who disrupted and revolutionized my thinking in a lot of ways and helped me realize, starting in 2014, ways that I was on autopilot in how I assess things. And I was using these heuristics to make snap judgments about uh, a lot of current events and his work and our interaction, our collaboration, our uh, debate was, I think, one of the things that took me to the next level as uh, a thinker and a podcaster. So I am very, very happy. I happened to encounter him. I happened to encounter him in 2013, and we were able to collaborate all the way up until 2018. And he was really, really supportive of this idea of me driving across the country to our Los Angeles event that happened four years ago this week. And I want to thank everybody who received this signal and took you know, the time to return some gesture of appreciation or encouragement for me. I am incredibly grateful for the people that I've been able to attract into my life by sending this signal out into the world. All of my closest friends today are people I met in one way or another through this work. And the person that I am today. The person who had one of his the happiest days of his life ever yesterday while doing virtually nothing. I got that life from the exploration and the integration that this project required. And I didn't spend yesterday alone. Uh, this is a... Well, this is it, so let's get weird. Back in um, 2016, I wrote a bunch of statements of purpose for the things that I hoped to bring into my life. I had all these different visions for like emotional well-being, health and fitness, hobbies and enrichment, home life, personal finance, school sucks project. Uh, But then there was like this big unifying purpose. And mine, as I identified it, was to leave lives better than I found them through an intersection of education, entertainment, and accessibility. I want to help people liberate themselves from the things that make them unhappy and unfree. This starts with my own happiness and emotional well-being. Before I can seek anything from anyone else, I realize that I am the key to my own happiness. My actions, my habits and achievements, I set goals based on a vision and develop projects to achieve those goals. Now, this was a vision because I don't always do that. I live consciously through everything I do. I accept myself and take responsibilities for mistakes in areas in need of improvement. 
I'm self-assertive, living with purpose and integrity. I stole that part from Nathaniel Brandon. I have a clear definition of personal success, and I am grateful for my achievements, and I continue to work hard on this every day of my life. And all that was the context for this. I have a secure and lasting, loving relationship with a self-aware, honest person on her own path of emotional, intellectual, and spiritual growth. Together, we work to understand and appreciate each other. But we also consistently communicate through words and deeds a loving acceptance of one another, that all parts of ourselves are welcome, all emotions are safe, all challenges are confronted. We explore together, we discover together, we love new things together, and they connect us more. I want to share her spirit with the people I care about, like I'm giving them the gift of knowing her. We are so proud to be on the arm of one another. We feel worthy of each other because of the effort and love we have put into ourselves. Now, I didn't know who this person would be when I wrote that, but now I do. And I've also realized that there is a seemingly endless and ever-expanding list of things that I would love about her that I never could have visualized. And the person that I was able to become between the ages of 31 and 43, I would say largely because of this work and the wise, inspirational, and patient people that it attracted into my life during that time, that brought me to this place, to this state of being where I was ready to welcome this kind of relationship that I'd always wanted into my life. This woman, Gabriella, You'll hear her voice in the coming graduation ceremony that I keep promising to you. Because back in August, I brought her out into the Michigan wilderness to spend four days with some of America's most problematic and crazy people, my friends. Then we went to Detroit, got on a plane, flew to Boston. We spent a week with my family, who she was meeting for the first time. And I got to compare and contrast, you know, the life of the past with this life that I have now. All of these places that I had treaded before, whether it was the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, and we're about to go there in this audio, just you're being so patient, I appreciate it, or where I grew up in New Hampshire, where I vacationed in Maine, and all of the spots around the city of Pittsburgh that I certainly enjoyed and appreciated enough alone to now have all of these places illuminated in new ways by this incredibly graceful, but also fierce, generous and thoughtful, but also independent, most beautiful being, with whom I get to share in such a mutual way this most powerful and connected, all parts welcome kind of love. Our first conversation was virtual. It began after she was prompted to compliment me on a picture of me dressed up like John Bender from The Breakfast Club. How about that? And in the conversation that followed from there, I immediately knew she was unlike any other woman I had ever seen, met, heard about, and I could go on and on there. But the things that I encountered, the wisdom gained, some of it academic, some of it quite hard-won along the way, helped to form me into a person who had the courage and the capacity to accept such a person, such a love into my life. And that is a tremendous source of gratitude for me every single day. We're going to come back to that, but I want to, for now, talk a little bit more about this John Bender costume, because it was one of my 
favorite Pittsburgh stories since I got here in 2018. And I think it's also going to help us turn a corner that helps me wrap this final monologue up. This guy, Zach Slayback, who you know, also lives in this area. He decides he's going to throw a costume party, a 1980s costume party. Not in October, where costumes can be worn comfortably, but in June. So me, Andrew, and James from Puke in the Gang, now Portman Show, a podcast that I still do do, recorded last night. It is arguably the best comedy show on the internet, and I highly recommend But we say, this is before I even moved to Pittsburgh and I just happened to be here visiting, I say, we're going to a costume party. Some real sophisticated folks and we need to bring our costume A-game. The theme is 80s. So I get, we look at pictures of the guys in the breakfast club. We go out to thrift stores. The best bender hair that I could find in a thrift store was blonde. So then I had to go into a more urban hair products kind of store, where as a hairless white, I was made to feel not welcome. I brought my blonde wig up to the counter, and I said, I need hair dye for this wig. The man behind the counter had had it with me immediately. I go back to Andrew and James' house. We sit on the back porch. I put a trash bag over me, and I put the wig on. And then Andrew gives me a haircut while I wear the wig, referencing a picture of Bender. We then take the trimmed wig out to the front, into the driveway, and we spray hair dye on it. As the wig dries, I go to the car to fetch a pair of fingered gloves that I had bought at a thrift store that day, and with a pair of scissors, I make them fingerless. Then we assemble our costumes, we get dressed, we look at each other together. It occurs to me that if you two guys wander away... You just look like idiots. It's really my costume that holds this whole thing together. So then it comes down to like an actual plan for how we're going to uh, move around and interact at this party. It's about at this time that it occurs to me, we've put way too much fucking work into this. Is this like a normal amount of work to put into an off-season costume party costume? So I message Zach and I say, hey, uh, how much work are you putting into your costume, Zach? I thought he said he was going to be like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Uh, Zach replies, LOL, no costume. So me, anyway, me and the guys, we say, well, I mean, we did all this work and, you know, it's an 80s costume party. Zach's the host, you know, maybe he's got cheese to cut or whatever and he couldn't do a costume. But we got, we can't go without costumes. So we all head out on a hot June night to this Mexican War Streets neighborhood and go into the party. And wouldn't you know it, LOL, no costumes. That's why we're all making that face in that photo. But it was one of my early fond memories in my exploration of this city. And uh, those guys, James and Andrew, have been two of the people closest to me going all the way back to 2018. All of the times in recent years where I have laughed the hardest, where I thought I was approaching death by laughter, James and Andrew were right there with me. And uh, in the School Sucks yearbook, Andrew got the uh, superlative. It says here, best bromance, Brett and Andrew. And I'm sure we both hate that term, but I want to read what he wrote. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call a teacher who won't fart in public? 
a private tutor, T-O-O-T-E-R, tutor. And I'm sorry that I hid this from so many of you for all these years, but that is the kind of humor that I live for. So anyway, that's one reason those guys are in the cover photo for this episode, uh, but it's not the only reason. All of this mysterious work that I did on that June night for, at the time, apparently, no reward. I mean, people laughed at us when we got to the party. A year and a half later, Gabriella sees this picture of me and compliments me and even singled out the wig, which was the hardest part. <laughs> I took it as a sign as a kind of promise of appreciation and visibility that would be unlike anything I had encountered before in my life. And that sounds crazy. But I was right. It was time and effort well spent on what, at some point in the future, unbeknownst to me at the time, obviously, would function as the most important icebreaker of my life. And, you know, the breakfast club, so we can't ignore the third tie in there, which is school. Sucking. So, hey, thank you, School Sucks, which is a combination of you and me and technology and timing for helping to create this amazing life. For dramatically increased knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, and the motivation to keep learning growing, integrating, and connecting. This is our graduation. Thank you for listening and take care. Vinat of the School Sucks podcast, one of my favorite podcaster, and this is his third time attending the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest with us. This year is extra special because, because his show that's been in syndication for 12 years, a podcast that's gone for 12 years, right? The, uh, the ironically, the same length as a, a term of the schools that he set out to rail against. <laughs> Shit, that was my first line. <laughs> But yeah, we're really happy to have Brett back here, and this is the School Sucks graduation, so with that, I give you Brett Benat. So I went around all day and asked people, what do you want me to do? <laughs> the most recent one being uh, Scott a uh, minute and a half ago. The only answers I really got were cry. <laughs> and... I've made it 700 and some odd episodes without crying on the show. So I, I, I think, no, I, I don't think I can get through this one without doing it. And what am I supposed to do right now? Give a graduation speech? Valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I know about celebrity culture and higher education, graduation speeches are like the worst things by the shittiest people. And it's not how I want to use my time up here. I just want to talk for a few minutes, and then I kind of want to turn it over to you guys, let people take the mic and say what they want about really more the podcast, the project, and the community we built, because that's one of the things that I'm most proud of. Over the course of the last year, 
we've been able to take what this thing was for so long, which was just me talking. I used to think about it. I should get people's pictures and I should put them on the wall. Like people who are really great listeners, I should put their pictures up on the wall and I should talk to them when I recorded. Uh, but it was just me doing this into a computer screen for all this time. And uh, it's events like these that are intimate and connected and chill and you can walk around and you can get to know people. Uh, it was part of the inspiration to do something similar virtually. We all needed that in the last year. And it really grew in a way that I'm happy with and it's continuing to grow. And I'm really grateful that I get to do this here at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Uh, this was one of the places back in 2018 when I came here for the first time that I probably got to have the greatest volume of meaningful conversations aside from the trip that I made around the country with people who knew the show and listened to the show and shared ideas and challenged ideas and challenged me. And it was a, it was a really beautiful thing. So we've come to the place, I think, where it's the right time to stop. 2021, the 12-year anniversary of this podcast. And I was kind of thinking, like, how many people out there have intentionally ended a podcast? I'm sure there must be people who've done it. I, I learned Jake DeSillis did it, and I didn't know that. And he's my friend, so I assume others have done it. But I'm happy to do it that way. I'm really happy to be doing it on my terms. And I'm happy that we've built things and are building things that can shoot out of School Sucks and continue on. And those are the things that are more right for the people who are uh, invested and supportive when it comes to the School Sucks community. And I think those are also going to be like harnessing the, the strengths of School Sucks and extending them into a better package for what is needed in the world now. So that's something that, you know, I'm happy to talk about before this hour is up a little bit. People know about the University community. Um, I'm also working on this new project with Nathan Frazier, which is kind of a highlight reel of a lot of the media literacy, critical thinking, and, and some of the personal development uh, concepts that we've covered on the show. Uh, so those projects continue on. Our community continues on. And obviously, I'm going to keep podcasting. Uh, so I want to thank everybody who puts this event together. I want to thank Joe for inviting me and for everybody making me feel uh, very welcome here. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to get through this whole thing without crying. I, I don't even feel that emotional. It, it, it's interesting, too. This is, this is not a comment on um, camping, but because of the aversion that I have to porto potties, if I do start crying, it will be my first use of paper products the entire time I've been here. That's a fact. That's <laughs> getting to be a more uncomfortable fact, but it, it, it's, it's true. It's tough. It's, everyone sees you come out, you know? <laughs> I know there's some kind of a presentation. I know there's some kind of a story to read. And I want to make sure that people who've been involved in this world for a long time, if they want to come up here and say something, that they'll be able to do that. What else do you want me to do? We don't have any, you know, the last time we did this, the last time we did this, I was happy to dance. I tried to get everybody involved dancing. I had a song picked out. The PA system, we just couldn't get the dancing thing going. But I'm going to be here all night tonight, all day and all night tomorrow. Um, there's songs I like to dance to. My wonderful and most sweet girlfriend, Gabriella, is right there. She's seen me do it.
And thank you so much for coming with me. This is very special to have you here for this. I see there's a package. There is a package. Alex Bell has a package. And is there going to be a, a presentation of this package? The presentation of the package of the thing that's in the package within the package. Okay. Do you, do you want a mic? All right. Should I sit down? Yes. Yeah. Brace yourself for this. The tear. Let the tears come to you. <laughs> I have the kind of dad who will do weird things like listen to podcasts with you uh, in 2008 when nobody knows what a podcast is. And so I got started with Free Talk Live, listening with my dad and getting into the ideas of libertarianism and kind of coming into my own. Who am I? What do I want to do in life? I'm young Alex. Alex Bell. And, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I like to get out of the way and let the man of the hour take as much light as he can. But I started listening to Free Talk Live and was into it for a few months and, like, really digging the, the dialogue and the thoughts and the conversations that came out of that. And then one day, some September, I heard an advertisement for this thing called The School Sucks Podcast. And I was a sophomore, maybe a junior in high school at that point. And I was the kind of student who I could basically take some notes in class, uh, do some of the homework, and get A's and B's. I didn't have to try too hard. I didn't feel like I had to really fight the the entire school system in this whole big experience. But I remember multiple times when I was a kid just like butting up against teachers and principals and feeling like I didn't try to do anything wrong. And you're like completely pissed at me and now I've got to go to the office and parents are called and all that. So when I heard that school sucked coming out of the mouth of somebody who was at least a couple years older than me, it seemed like he knew what he was talking about. That definitely caught my attention of like, it, what, what does this mean? Like, what is this guy getting at? And so over the course of the podcast that he's done, it's been really cool to be there at the beginning and see him start with where he was with all the, the charged up, I've got a million things to say, and maybe a little bit of spite that I'm trying to spit out there. But also, this is a legitimate problem. And it's something that nobody else is talking about. And resonating with that message. And having that be someone who let me know, like, it's okay to think differently about these things. It's an outside person acknowledging that, yes, this condition does suck. And it's not just you who feels that inside. That was a big part of why I ultimately decided not to go to college and to pursue entrepreneurship. And I think if I hadn't done that before, I was planning on, I don't know, getting into biomedical engineering and getting some job and theoretically like inventing something. But I could have very easily just ended up another person working a nine to five at some job that they don't really care about, uh, going home to a life that they don't really enjoy. And I'm really grateful that. Brett had that advertisement on Free Talk Live and was a voice that was speaking to these things that weren't addressed. And it's been cool to see the show evolve over time, too, like getting things done and stoicism and MVC, like all along the way as you've evolved, that's been kind of leading a path for me, too, into adulthood and figuring out these things about who am I, what do I want to do, having those tools there to uh, help try to figure all this out. So thank you. Prevenat, for uh, taking your dream of making a documentary called School Sucks and turning it into a podcast that I and a bunch of other people have uh, gotten a lot of value out of. Thank you, Alex, very much. I appreciate it.
And so out of that, as uh, as the delegated representative, can I just hijack the show back for though it. for a minute? Absolutely, okay. this is your show, and this this might be it. This might be where it happens. But when I started the show in two thousand nine, I was thirty one, and yeah, it was a very different world. But I felt like it was important to have the kind of voice that I wish I had heard from an honest adult who had worked in the school system, because that's what I'd done for the previous 10 years. And I wanted to just project that into the world, and maybe there'd be a market for it, uh, and maybe it would become popular. So I started doing that, and I talked you know, like a teacher in the ways that you're describing through the first couple of years of doing it. And then I remember a, a guy sent me money, and then another guy sent me money, and I realized, like, wow, you created a podcast for teenagers in 2009. Teenagers didn't even know what they still, most of them still might not even know what a podcast is. It, it, it never uh, exploded into, uh, who's the guy? They called him a Nazi. He was real popular. Oh, PewDiePie. 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 Right? It's a, but Alex was the guy, the mind, the curiosity. Alex was the avatar that I didn't know he existed, but he was the person that I was looking for. He was the the ears and the mind that I was hoping was uh, were out there. And we met in 2017. Allegedly, we met one time before that. We did. I have one of the old, and I'm kicking myself for not bringing it, one of the old, like, the barcode or the bars to the, the school kid, like, reaching out, trying to bust out. I have a t-shirt from, like, Porkfest 2010. Mm-hmm. Both forgot each other and then reunited in 2017 to actually become friends. So I think it's really great that even though I didn't find. This is really gay, but <laughs> even though I didn't find a million young Alex's, I found young Alex and he became one of my absolute best friends. And, uh, and it's just really beautiful. We met in 2017 more officially uh, we started seeing each other more. I was like, I like this guy's style. And I really appreciate you being involved in the show more uh, recently. And I'm glad we're such good friends. And I'm glad you found us. Glad we found you. I'm glad we found each other. All right. <laughs> so as, uh, as the avatar, as the avatar of the, the School Sucks <laughs> ideal audience member, I've got a couple things to present to young Brett Vinat here. The first is our official School Sucks graduation cap. Oh. <laughs> you have to wear it. Yeah, it's required. That's what graduations are for. <laughs> what a gentleman and a scholar. We, this is not a professional graduation organization, I will admit. It's kind of a, a band of people who came together to do a thing once. <laughs> um, the other thing that I have is uh, the official one and only physical copy of the School Sucks yearbook, which at least a couple people here have uh, added some kind words uh, for Brett. Um, we've got a whole section with the different administrators and the faculty who have uh, helped 
and participated in School Sucks along the way. We also have a history of the School Sucks podcast as we remember it. And I just want to check our time here because it's quite long. And I want to make sure we have plenty of time for you guys to go here. So um, I'm just going to try to do the highlights. After a decade of teaching, tutoring, and college consulting, young Brett Vinat channeled his frustrations with the failure of schooling to deliver education in, into a raw creative force, taking an old documentary idea he had and reshaping it into podcast form. Thus, the School Sucks Project as we know and love it was born. From the iconic school bell ringing to the soundtrack chock full of hits that rock the ages, School Sucks has influenced the lives of thousands of parents and children through its honest and thought-provoking discourse. With a focus on the problem of public education and the 15,000 hours of schooling foisted upon the majority of the American populace, the School Sucks Project offers a solutions-based alternative to the brainwashing techniques deployed by the institutions that wish to mold impressionable minds into desirable and predictable finished products. We have a few different sections for the different eras of School Sucks. The first, School Sucks 1.0, Brett learns to podcast in public. (laughs) School Sucks started with a punk rock style, raw audio quality, and a whole lot of railing against the problems that pervade the public school experience. Jumping in headfirst with a delightful blend of thoughtful critique and tongue-in-cheek humor, a trademark style the podcaster has become famous for, Brett molded and shaped his ideas into more and more intricate arguments for taking back control of our educations as parents and lifelong learners. Our second uh, chapter of the School Sucks history is School Sucks 2.0. School Sucks, not just a child's hobby. After being inspired by the story of Mike David from of Red Bar Radio, who almost lost his entire show to a jerk before exploding back onto the scene bigger and better than ever, Brett was inspired to pour every effort he had into the school sucks to elevate it to the proverbial next level. Beginning with the seminal Logic Saves Lives series, Brett refocused the show from an endless barrage of ragings against the machine into a solutions-oriented program exploring historical topics in new ways. The third chapter of The School Sucks History is a space between stimulus and response. In the summer of 2013, Brett moved from New Hampshire to Connecticut to stay with Rich and Lisa from the Tragedy and Hope community. There, he began an exercise in humanizing the conspirators of public education, and he realized that the problems of school went much deeper than he'd ever before imagined. Fourth chapter, Self-Education and Intellectual Self-Defense. January 23rd, 2016 brought us episode 400 of The School Sucks and ushered in an era of School Sucks 4.0, a reimagining of School Sucks to include a set of monthly series focused on specific topic areas, including fan favorite SSP Productivity Month. This time also saw some of the show's most instructive and enlightening conversations delivered via the principles of learning anything, the creative pursuit, everyone's favorite conspirathon, memory conditioning, the seventh pillar of self-esteem, speed and politics, and empathon. Chapter five is University Higher Education for Self-Liberation. With the implementation of several subscriber-only shows under the School Sucks umbrella, including The Discomfort Zone and Pursuit of Utopia and The Picture of the Month Club, the podcast remained committed to excellence with series like Find Your Focus, Cinema Manufacturing, and Self-Discipline Month. 
In search of new ways to deliver value to an eager audience, Brett put his energy into a three-day-long summit called Ideas into Action. The final chapter, September 2021, Beyond. As the leaves began to turn, the winds began to cool, and the children began to school, this chapter of our lives known as School Sucks came to a close. Having filled us with enlightenment, discovery, and pleasure, Brett decided to take leave of his labor of love with the pride, gratitude, and forward gaze that only those select few who have accomplished so much can fully understand. Thus, autumn 2021 saw the final episodes released, the graduation ceremony completed, and the great work left standing to ask the ages that most important of questions. 12 years of public schooling or 12 years of podcasted education? Which do you find more valuable? Yeah, you got me. You definitely got me. I'm so grateful to everybody who was involved with this. I know you were a huge part of it, Alex, Carrie, Gretchen, Andrew. I'm sure there were many other people. I'm sure by opening it, I can find out. And I'm certainly grateful to everybody who took the time to to, to write something in here. Um, and I will definitely treasure this and I will go through it very carefully and I'm also realizing if there's a digital version of it it could basically be my new website <laughs> so thank you very much we also have uh, markers for after the show people can come up and sign your yearbook as is the tradition I do also want to personally thank Carrie and Gretchen and a little bit of Andrew and uh, Larry S for all uh, joining the team and helping us put together this yearbook for you Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. And with that, I've been up here a long time, and I'm sure at least two people in this audience want to say something. So it's time to open it up to you folks to let Brett know how you feel about School Sucks. So I'm probably not the uh, School Sucks listener that most of you are, but I met Brett, oh, geez, what, 2011, 2013, something like that. Um, he basically invited himself on our show and years later I found out he did a podcast and it was pretty, you're not even going to plug the show school sucks. No invited. Oh, the other show. Yeah. Uh, Portman show. You can listen to it later, but, um, Brett is on it and he does goofy things. However, um, little did I know at the time that one Brett did a show that was worth listening to and two, that he would quickly become one of the most influential people in my adult life for sure. And absolutely one of my best friends, if not my best friend. So I just want to say thank you for everything. And with the exception of puke here, the only reason any of you know who I am is because of Brett. So you can blame him. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. All right. Who is next? Drew Sample. Brett's also the reason why I'm here. I started coming to Midwest Peace and Liberty. When I, when I first got exposed to podcasting and Brett's podcast, I don't want to mention the person's name because he's kind of crazy now. But uh, I heard him on Rogan, and I'd, I'd read uh, The Underground History of American Education, I think, or that John Taylor Gatto book in like 2008. And I was kind of hating my life trying to figure it out because I'd 
I read that book and I was like, man, I've been fucking lied to. And then I heard his show promoted and I like, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to this later. And then through that, I, I listened to Gino Denning on Brett's show because it, me and my friends at the time were really into trying to understand the trivium method and the quadrivium and everything when it was really, really popular in the Liberty scene. And, uh, so I had Brett on my show and then for, you know, Brett and I, so that was in 2013 and then I had him on a couple times or 2014, 2014. And a lot of it was about porn. I remember. Yeah. Well, it was how we did our time. Like it was, <laughs> we would talk about like, cause I was trying to get, I wanted to have you on to say, well, how did you start this show? What, what was going on? Because I, I, I think I had this because I listened to a few episodes and I, I thought like, man, what would my life have been like if I was younger, like young Alex, his age and had that show? Because when you started your show, I was 24 and just kind of felt super lied to because I I was, you know, brought up on the same eye that we are, are all are, which is go to school, get a good job, get good grades with good benefits and I just was I was going through college just wondering like, okay, when's this manual gonna come out for how to how to be an adult or how to do this or how do I get ahead? How do I not what do I need to do differently so I I don't have to make the same sacrifices like my dad did, which is working in a factory for thirty years and taking a significant put, uh pay cut to be near us. And so I was I was kind of on my own journey of finding freedom in an unfree world. And so I had you on the show and I was, I was pretty intimidated, man. Like, cause I wanted to do more shows with you, but I was like, God, this, he seems to really have his shit together. And then Nathan Frazier had hit me up about our mastermind in 2015 or six. Yeah. 16 yep. or 15. And then, then we just were on these weekly calls and then I'd, I'd have you come on. You were like, I was, I think I was really struggling with personal productivity. So there's a YouTube video that Brett was trying to teach me how he used Evernote. And I uh, I hope you guys enjoy it because I never implemented Evernote. I was really intimidated by all these steps and his insanity and dedication and discipline. That video has found about – it never found the Drew sample, but it has found about 25,000 other Drew samples. Yeah. And uh, so – and then – you know, you were doing going to do School Sucks Across America. And I remember when you and Thad did your first show and I was get tied up in my own shit like I usually am. And I was just like, man, that would be great, but I can't afford it. I made all these excuses. And then I listened to the show of you and uh, Thad, the live show, and Kevin Geary was on it. And I was really expecting Kevin Geary to just lay into Thad because secretly we would all kind of talk shit on Thad like – and I like that a lot. Like I, I've had him on my show. I like that a lot. Like I talked to him in person at, because I went to the second weekend with Thaddeus Russell because I heard these two young kids from Ohio on it that were like who you had heard. And I was like, I remember I was in the school sucks group. Like who is these dudes from Ohio? Because I'd, I'd hung out with somebody else in Columbus that was a school sucks listener because I'm a big community guy. Like so I heard this dude, Alex Bell, come on. And he was from Columbus. I'm like, man, I'm in Columbus. And Alex Bell asked this funny-ass question about Building 7 as a joke. And then Thad starts answering it seriously. And Brett's all excited, like, yeah, Thad, what do you think? And then I hear this other guy, Daniel McCarthy, talking. And then Thad starts crying like a little girl. And I was like, what is Thad crying for? He's like, oh, this guy. Thad, if you listen to this, I love you, man. But I made, I think I made fun of him in person, so it's okay. And then you started doing School Sucks Across America, and you were like, 
All right, Drew, I want you to put together a meetup for me and just contact everyone you can in Ohio. So I was like, all right. So I went in the school sucks. And I was like, okay, who's in Ohio? And I got all these people that said they were. And then I went and I privately fucking invited you. And then I had to track down Alex Bell. And I was like, hey, man, uh, we need to be friends because you don't really know me. But Brett Vinat says uh, he's going to be staying at my house. So he was like, I need to get you there. And this dude, Daniel McCarthy. So I called Daniel too. And uh, I don't know, man, like you've always been an inspiration for me. And I think I, I hear you and I hear your discipline and man, now I'm getting teary eyed. Damn it, Brett. But uh, for a lot of people that don't know, I, I wish I was closer friends with Brett, but I, I always enjoy like whenever we do talk, it's like I talked to you yesterday, but now I've become really good friends with Andrew uh, Nick Hazelton and like I from the mastermind, they're like, Oh, you got to talk to Nick. I was like, Oh, he's a farmer who quit his, he, his dad let him drop out of school and he's his principal. That's because he was listening to Brett's show. This is fucking badass. So, and, and so I'm, I'm glad that I can, I'm, I'm, I can just be here and be a part of the community and just, you know, whatever you needed me. Like I was, I was kind of summoned here. I, I feel really blessed to feel that included. And I, I really feel blessed that like, People want me here and f- want me included in their community. So I think you guys are all rock stars. I think when I started a podcast back in the day, I dreamed of having something like this. You know what I mean? Like, and it, this isn't out of jealousy or anything. I think this is, I'm just saying it because I think it's really, truly special and I'm glad I can be a part of it. So that's all I really got to say, man. So, uh, cause I don't want to cry cause I'm a little too macho, you know? So. All right, guys, thanks for having me on. The first time I met Drew Sample, he uh, he opened up his arms and gave me a big old bear hug. And that was something that after like years of going to like business networking events, I'd met some friends but never had a connection like that. So between that and just really liking to say I met this dude through a podcast, like I think you built a really solid community around something that's important and that matters and that's uh, not easy to do to bring some people together around something that's important like that. I'm really, really happy with how many of you know each other through school sucks in some way. So especially you and Drew, you guys are just wonderful together. Dynamic duo. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's two people who I definitely want to call out and have come up here, but are there other people who would like to come up and say something? So I have been drawing and painting since I was three years old and I always loved doing it, but everybody always said to me, Alice, that's not a job. You'll never make any money. You'll be miserable. Don't bother pursuing that. Um, so I always just did it as a hobby, um, because it brought me joy and I never thought I could do anything with it. And I forgot about it really other than doodling in the margins, like when I was taking notes at school and stuff. And so I decided, Oh, I better go to college, get a job. Um, and I studied philosophy, um, and paid a lot of money to do it and then dropped out after a year and a half. And I realized just how much money that was. And I was kind of lost for a while. I didn't want to do anything. I just got drunk and did some shitty job. I was a, a toll troll for a long time. I was a, um, parking lot attendant, you know, and I would, um, read books and draw and listen to music uh, and listen to podcasts. And one of the ones that I found was the School Socks Project. 
And I just listened to it um, for entertainment at first. I thought, oh, this guy's kind of funny, and he talks about the things that I'm interested in. But uh, he started to plant seeds in my mind of like, you know, what am I really doing with my life and how do I want to spend my time and where am I putting all my energy? And I realized that there was something I had always wanted to do that I had been told to forget about. And so um, Brett basically inspired me, was among the things that inspired me to take up painting again and to really pursue it seriously. And um, since then, you know, art is hard and it's slow and uh, people don't want to spend money on something that they can't eat or drink <laughs> or wear. Um, but I've done two art shows. I've sold paintings. Um, and I feel like this is something I can really do. And the skills, the time management skills and the self-esteem that I learned from School Sucks Project is part of what has made that possible for me. So thank you, Brett. professional artist in the audience has done shows and sold paintings that's pretty that is pretty fucking cool yep you ready for it i hope you know that early when you asked me what you wanted me or what i totally misunderstood that i thought it was a different question but anyway um i uh most of you guys have probably heard the story I, i called into free talk live when i was 15 and um I'd listened to School Sucks for a while, and I just I was I was just fed up with the world. I was an anarchist. I was already, but I was in high school, and uh, I mean, long story short, just things weren't going well for me. And I just realized that I was in a position I didn't like, and um, I wanted to figure out something else. And I just I didn't know what I could possibly do except follow the path, which is go to school, go to college, and and uh, hope to get a job and. And I don't really remember what, like, drew me to call in. I had already had my microphone. I'd started, like, podcasting with the Freedom Fiends. But um, Brett was on with Ian. And uh, it was, I, I know it was a late night. It was after school. And I was just like, man, I just need to call and talk to these guys. Because I know that Brett gets the school sucks thing. And and uh, and he can, it can empathize with me. And I think that I, I didn't know at the time, like, what the answer would be. But, like... I think there was something that, like, it, I don't know. I was led to the, ask that question, and uh, I did not expect, like, I, t- I told him, like, hey, I want to have yaks, and I want to stop going to school, and I think I can make money at this. What do you guys think I should do? And they're just like, I mean, you're doing it. Like, you, you got it. Like, do it. And that was the first time that I think I had somebody validate that experience, that I knew that what I was doing was not right for me, that I knew that this system of schooling was not helping me learn what I thought I needed to learn. Yeah, and Brett was the first person that could be like, what are you doing? Like, just do it. Do it. And I fucking did it. Like, a year later, I dropped out of high school, and uh, and yeah, it's made a big difference. And I, you know, it's it means a lot to me. I was in a very dark place at that time, and it was like a, a voice in the dark that was like, hey, dude, it's, there's an option out of here. This is not the end of the world. We're not stuck in that, and that we can keep going. So yeah, that I think I could go off about how many things that school sucks has brought to me. I think I got into it when right after the logic saves lives 
series and and I think stoicism, nonviolent communication, the trivium have all just are foundational parts of my psychology and the way I think about things. So hit me at a very formative time in my life. And yeah, I don't think that there's anything that could replace in particular those skills. And I don't, nobody else has been able to accumulate those resources um, in the way you did and you made it accessible. And um, yeah, maybe most kids don't know about podcasts, but uh, I've definitely turned a couple kids onto your show and um, it's made a difference, man. Nick, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we definitely decided you're part of the Young Gherkins crew. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so you are absolutely a Gherkin along with Danny and Alice McCarthy for sure. Lou, did you want to say something? I don't like standing up at the front either, so if everybody could just turn around and look the other way, make this the back. So, uh, I don't really have anything really prepared, but when I say something smart, then I'll stop. Uh, Thank you for your service. Sitting around last night listening to the discussion, uh, it brought out the lack of intelligent conversations that are out there in the rest of the world. So, for those that don't know what engaged last night there was a discussion and they were talking about how danny's going to do things for the rest of his life and or at least for the next couple years or weeks whatever but there was a lot of brainstorming and talking about trade-offs opportunity costs and all these different things and and ways to make things happen and ways to adjust things and that's stuff that you don't really hear out of most conversations it's like oh i'm a victim i need my gold medal in the victim olympics and and not trying to find solutions, but trying to find excuses to ride on. Now, I graduated in 88. I'm still 29. But I I was like the typical finished product when I left high school. I didn't really think for myself and the whole trend that they were talking about of, you know, get a job, pay your taxes, pay more taxes, and do all this other stuff. And it was just really disheartening. And to hear about different things, you know, the self-esteem and, and learning methods and finding out that, hmm, the reason I'm not real bright is because school does suck because I wasn't a very strong thinker. And I really didn't even start pulling my stuff together until I was like 40, but I was still 29. <laughs> and the, the, the stuff that you've done has embodied the, the thinking that is possible. And I'd like to see a lot more of it out there because it kills me to try and have conversations with these people that are supposed to be well-educated, well-rounded um, professionals that mental health providers are supposed to be helping people solve their problems and they can't even figure out their own stuff. So thanks for getting that out there. Thanks for reaching the people that you did. And hopefully in the future um, you'll, reach even more and maybe you can spread this thinking and turn that into the new pandemic of real thinking but anyway thank you for your service thank you well i think uh like i tried to touch on earlier that was one of the things that i thought was really cool about what you've done with school sucks was evolving over the years into 
that solution oriented stuff, the self esteem, six pillars. I actually, thanks to you, I cried when Nathaniel Brandon died because the six pillars was such a positive influence on me. And I found out about that uh, along with Lou from you. So perhaps Lou, since you've also gotten something really profound out of the podcast, you can be one of the, the slightly less young gherkins. <laughs> Mike, I saw his hand first. 2014, 15, when I met all like the MPLC people, you were kind of like a superstar around here. Nobody met you. I don't know, maybe at Pork Fest, but just always got a lot of value out of your show. And when I did meet you a few years ago, I felt like we we're friends because I know you, even though you thought I was some crazy guy driving you around. But <laughs> anyway, that's it. I appreciate your service, I guess, even though I don't like that term. <laughs> Come on, Gretchen. Can I stand with my back to everybody? <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous. Like, I'm trying not to barf right now, for real. And I don't know why. It's not like, I don't know, Michael Jordan. I don't know. So I'm going to try not to ramble a lot. But um, I can say, you know how like, you're the sum of the people you spend the most time with? You're kind of one of those people to me. Like, I am the sum of spending the most time listening to you. And other people in my life. And I remember thinking when I first stumbled onto School Sucks, it was like my first podcast. You know, I listened to LRN. My uncle told me about it. And it was like this buffet of all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, all these people are saying stuff that is interesting to me that's not my dad. <laughs> you know, or some other people that are really close to me. And I'm like, this is so cool. And I, don't, I couldn't tell you why School Sucks really resonated with me. I don't know what else to say. I fucking hate that word. Um you're really likable. I don't, I guess maybe that's it. And you were talking about other things that I'm like, other people are interested in that dorky stuff, like self-improvement. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is great. And yeah, I just, I, I really appreciate it. It feels like a pet is dying in a way. And I have a hard time of letting, well, it's about that span of time really. <laughs> and you know, it can't last forever. It has to end and it's okay. You know, there's, Everything must end. This is fucked up. <laughs> this is kind of how I feel, though. Like, I'm grieving, you know, because it's something that's been w your podcast. And I mean, just you, but the guests you've had on, you know, and the topics you've covered. It's been part of my life. It's been with me for the better part of a decade or so. I don't know. I don't even have a timeline like y'all. Like, I was in a field in the sunset on September. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but... It's been with me for a long time. It's been one of my favorite podcasts ever. I'm thinking about my dog now <laughs> when she dies. Like, no dog's going to compare to you. <laughs> no podcast is going to compare <laughs> to you because it was my first podcast that I had since I was a child. <laughs> I don't know what else. No words could really express how much I really do appreciate your podcast and, and the project and the different guests you've had on and, and the friends I've made actually as a result. I mean, it's really cool. It's really cool. So thanks. Thanks for the internet. Thanks for, thanks for having the balls to just fucking make it just for doing it, for talking into a microphone and producing it well so that people want to keep listening. Thank you for all your work on this. It's my pleasure. Danny McCarthy.
Thank you, sir. So this is my second time on a podcast where a grown man has cried. And, <laughs> and Brett's been there both times. So I don't know what to make of that, but I'm happy about it for some reason. <laughs> so I unfortunately missed the uh, making the age for the avatar of the School Sucks project. I was the age when the project actually began, but I didn't catch on to it until after I was well out of school. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I was living a very immature life t lifestyle at the time. So you might say there's some sort of overlap between my late teen and early 20 years, go going back to, say, when young Alex first started listening. Uh, level of maturity, I mean. Uh, but when I first came across the podcast, it was recommended to me by Alice. And uh, the first episode I actually heard was a Christmas bonus episode in which Brett was talking about UFOs. Um, and so immediately I was hooked, and I wish I could remember exactly what the conclusion was or why you were talking about UFOs. Maybe, do you remember? Yeah, they, they get here in 2021, I said. <laughs> Are we going to be beamed up after the show? Is that the big finish for this whole thing? <laughs> so, with that, the first show that I had seen or listened to of Brett's was Silly, I guess, supplemental. But nonetheless, his character and his presentation attracted me, and so I continued to listen, and of course I found his more substantial work, and I was immediately blown away. As I know a number of people have already said, there's something really important and meaningful when a rational person who is older than you actually is iterating the same things that you've felt but you've never been able to articulate, mostly because you're young and older people don't particularly care what you have to say, specifically when these things have to do with ideas about institutions that they hold dear and had themselves been subjected to. So there's this sort of, I don't know, it's like reverse jealousy, right? You have to go to school because I had to go to school. I got that a lot from my mother. Everything everyone's already said here are things that I wanted to say. I had, to th I had a very well-written sp speech, I assure you. I had to throw it away, though. Because everyone else already made it for me. And that solidifies in my mind that even though we all come from numerous backgrounds, I mean, we have a similar origin in the country geographically, and yet your childhood was very different from mine, and mine was very different from everyone else's in the crowd. But we're all united in that we all recognize the very simple axiomatic truth that perhaps binds the entire universe together, which is that school absolutely must suck. You, It's... Counted up there with Newton's laws that cannot be eradicated. This is simple fact. And so we all are gathered in this room to honor a man, a grown man, an adult, who had the balls, as Gretchen said, thank you for the vocabulary word, to tell children and their parents that school sucks. We all know it. You know it. Let's do something about it. So given that Brett has addressed this problem and school sucks 1.0 and beyond why school sucks and how it sucks, the podcast itself was really attractive to me because it wasn't really all about school all the time. It was a very eclectic menu of different comestible items that we could all consume and grow ourselves on rather than just wallowing in the anger and hatred and bitterness that school imposes on us. So there's the self-improvement stuff. There's a lot of movie talk. I like that. Um, it's always very funny, which is very helpful, of course. I could go on. I mean, how many different types of School Sucks episodes are there? And so I think that that being the case, 
It's almost unavoidable that the School Sucks project must end. Because if Brett has shown us anything about his character, is it's that he's not a man with blinders on. You took the subject of school, and you tore it apart, and you found out that the problem with it, at least you show this to me, the problem with school is it's such a tunnel vision approach to life. You're walking down a narrow hallway, do not run, walk, and it has a, fit, a set destination at the end of it, whereas what the School Sucks Project did was it brought in all these different ideas. You've had episodes with people that maybe you don't even agree with or speak to anymore. Uh, this is important because it shows us that the world is a very diverse and eclectic place in which lessons can be gleaned from all sorts of different places, all sorts of different people, and school does the best that it can to snuff that out and uh, give us this sort of tidy, Disney-like version of reality. And so what Brett has demonstrated by shouting to the internet, school sucks, is that education is actually a very, very, very interesting buffet-like situation in which you can take what's useful to you, you can take what's attractive, and you can move along. And in showing us that school sucks, you reveal that education is just vast, and there's no limit to it. And so I'm really, really excited to hear what you've got next. I know, as you said, you're going to keep podcasting. I think if you didn't, then, well, you'd have to, we'd have to, we're a group, and we'd have to do something to you at the end of this. <laughs> so we're, for your sake and ours, I'm glad that you'll continue podcasting. And it's been a true honor to have worked with you. So I'll say in closing that, as a number of people have already said, I'm here because of Brett. But... I'm also doing a podcast of my own because of Brett, because he was the guy who said, hey, you're fairly interesting. Let's talk on a microphone over the internet and then show it to people. And we did that for well over a year. And that was all of the lessons that you talk about in school sucks that are conveyed in that project. You actually walked the walk. You took me and you did the thing. And now I'm somewhere else because of it. And that is absolutely invaluable to all of us. So if ever there's anything... I'm not going to try to inspire the audience. That's, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Living in a van down by the river, something like that. You actually did the thing that you talked about. And so I can only imagine that if that was me, I'm just one person, over these last 12 years, you certainly, certainly must have done that for other people in a n numerous forms. Um, really helped people improve where they're going and showed them that education is not a dark hallway in which you are not allowed to run. You have given people the, the skills and the opportunity to sprint at what they're going for. So thank you very much, sir. It's been a pleasure listening. <laughs> Well, I come to things from a little bit of a different angle, but when I first met you, Brett, I looked into what you did, and I remember I was just looking at the screenshots I have of our discussions to see if there was anything interesting I could say. But uh, I said, oh, I took 10 minutes, and I looked at your website and your Instagram and your YouTube, and I'm very impressed, and I'm going to look into this, and I 
did listen to podcasts, so I did know about those. And <laughs> there was actually a connection with Brett. Uh, I had there's a wonderful thing where you can do search terms in podcasts, and so you can listen to a variety of things. And I'd come up with that uh, cross-dressing Mormon, right? It turns out that you were interviewed by him. Paul Dwayne, the cross-dressing <laughs> Mormon anarchist. Salt Lake City, yeah. Right. So I had listened to an episode of him, and I remember we were looking through my podcast feed, and you're like, why do you have Stefan Molyneux on there? I'm like, oh, I listened to one episode, I think. <laughs> I'm incredibly fortunate to know you and to receive your love, to love you. And it's really amazing to have the experience of being with someone that is so meaningful to so many people. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Um, so I started listening to School Sucks in like, I don't know, 2017 or something. And I have this thing that I like to do, which is like start at the beginning of things and then listen all the way through. Um, so I did that and, um, I'd heard Brett on like Isaac Morehouse's podcast or something. I started listening and I was like, Ooh, this guy's angry and funny and I am angry and funny. So I will listen more. And um, I kept listening. And then I met Brett um, during School Sucks Across America. And I hadn't even really gotten into, like, into it yet. I think, I'd, I, think I was just getting ready to listen to Six Pillars when I met you the first time. And um, Danny's absolutely right. Brett took me on his journey. And I have become a more empathetic person and a more open-minded person and a more intelligent person and a happier person. And over, I'd say over the past couple of years, so I, I took a job that I have, that I still have. Um, I used to live in Tennessee and I moved from Tennessee to Georgia to the job that I have now. Um, and it was it was supposed to be the, the job, right? The thing. And then COVID happened. And here I'm sitting in a brand new state with absolutely no friends, um, except for this guy and some other guys in my ear. And then Brett started university and I met so many wonderful people through that. And I am so grateful to be here because this community, the university community, and just all of you people, whether I know you or not, I know that in a place like this, I can truly be myself with you people. And that is so special to me. Um, and that's cause of you, man. So I appreciate it.
Alana. Okay. Um, so my background, I first discovered the School Sucks podcast from a gentleman that I dated. He was a long-term partner of mine, and he was 17 and a half when we started dating, and I was 21. <laughs> um, so I intellectually took that plunge because he was so mature. And one of those influences was from your podcast. And so because he had started listening to your podcast when he was 16, 17, I got to see firsthand by being with somebody the influence of listening to your kind of content was doing to someone that the, the positives that it was having, especially on somebody so young, because so many people listen to his podcast and they're already older. They're already through that school system. And yours was a huge influence to, for him to drop out and to pursue self-education. And that's how I got exposed. So for many summer road trips during the summer of 2014, we were listening to your voice, going through the podcasts, um, through the different topics that you had. And I'm extremely thankful as one of your many little students to have received the knowledge and the wisdom that you gave into your different podcasts and because of you I think it's really incredible to like be here at Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest and have Brett here because I'm only here because of him because of the school sucks the meetup across the United or the across America that you did in Michigan I met the Michigan anarchist group and so it's awesome and then through that meetup uh the also the one that we had in Columbus Ohio I met Alice and Danny and Four years later, you guys are, like, still some of my best friends. So I, like, met them, and I was like, where are you guys from? And I got to voice that I was from Cleveland and that they were also from Lakewood. And, I like, I told my partner at the time, I was like, oh, no, we're hanging out with them. And I don't even think they had, like, a decision right in that. I was like, no, we're, we're effing hanging out. Like, I don't think they know. And four years later, like, last fall, I got to go to their wedding. So because of like through you I got the friendship I'm also a crier so I'm like yeah I'm the same way so um because of you I got a beautiful friendship and an awesome community of like-minded people and um yeah that whole trifecta so super proud and it's amazing to see the magnitude of what action can do and the amount of lives that you'll touch that you'll never know unconsciously and consciously so awesome Glad we got the tears going. But yeah, that did that did work. And I want to thank everybody uh, for sharing. I feel like maybe we should get some some clarity on the. There's been mention of the young gherkins or small gherkins or the young gherkins. Yeah, I, and I feel like you're pretty central to that story. So so we should we should clear it up. When I started having, do I have time to clear? Yeah, it up? absolutely. When I started having a lot of the experiences of meeting people like Alana and Danny and Alice. And Nick and Alex. Um, Alex came to town in Pittsburgh during the Picklesburg Pickle Festival. <laughs> and we were talking on Puke and the Gang. So the, so the setup was Alex meets Andrew and James for the first time without being able to talk to them before we were recording. As everybody seemed to prefer the situation to be. Which you also saw last night with Andrew and Danny, who had never talked before that show. But I said, boy, wouldn't it be nice if there was like a club <laughs> of 
young of like under thirty listeners who knew each other uh, from school sucks, and uh, I happened to get excited, not for any other reason than I thought it was a clever name. While we were at Picklesburg, there was a child care center called the Little Gherkins Play Place. So the mentions of young or small gherkins that's that's it, it's uh, it's referencing Brett's Little Gherkins. A play place for the imagination of <laughs> children of all ages. Oh, can I flip this tassel before I choke on it? Yeah, absolutely. It happens almost every time I open my mouth. What? Oh, yeah. Anybody, yeah is anybody else? I'm sorry. Beth wants to say something. So the very first Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, I walked in, was invited by a friend, knew nothing of anarchy, was an anarchist in about the first 20 minutes. Um, so I guess I did. I just didn't have a name for it. Um, but there I was informed about the School Sucks podcast. And I, too, started from the beginning. Well, I guess I started from the current episode in 2013 and then immediately went back and have listened all the way through. And just you've been in my ear. And I'm grateful. And it took so long to finally meet you face to face, but you've always been my friend. And I'm just thankful for um, for just your continued wisdom that you share and making me laugh and making me cry. And I'm just, I'm very thankful. So keep going. There's a lot of pollen. There's a lot of tassels and mouths as well, uh, one of which we can do something about. Uh, so before we do that, does anyone want to say a word? Anyone else? I guess I, have... I love you, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> we got an I love you, Brett. And we got a, a, a James Puke Schmell coming up. I first met Brett at Porkfest in 2009, and we all said, is he the Fed? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> Look at him. Look at this guy. He's wearing a ball cap and a, one of these things. And we all were certain that that was the guy that was spying on us. <laughs> and I don't really remember. I have terrible memory. But at some point, you came on the podcast called Puke and the Gang. And I thought, why the fuck does this guy want to be on our retarded podcast? <laughs> he does School Sucks Project, which is very intellectual. And he has a lot of great guests and he was going to come on our show where we make, like, fart jokes. But uh, it turns out that Brett has a great sense of humor as well. And he has been a fantastic influence. And he is the reason that uh, the show is now called Portman Show, which hopefully is a bit more palatable to any normal human being. <laughs> but it's also hard to spell. So, well, you know, it's not perfect. But uh, uh, Brett is one of those people that seems like if I was... 16, and I had heard a podcast called School Sucks, I would have been extremely influenced by that uh, information that you have on your show. Because when I listen, I think back and go like, mm, man, this is something that young people really could have used because I had an extremely difficult time in school. And, you know, I could definitely imagine myself hearing a show like Brett's and being influenced to realize that, like, this is not the end of the world. This is, you know, just a step that is forced upon you as a child and that it will get better. And if you work hard and, you know, 
kind of get out there and think outside the box that it can get better. And uh, I think that, you know, hopefully, I hope that Brett has influenced a lot of people and a lot of children and adults and parents to um, look for that silver lining in life because it's fucking hard. Like, school was really hard for me. Um, I was just one of those kids that did not like being in that structure. And then I joined the Army, so what the fuck do I know? (laughs) But anyway, I really appreciate that, Brett, you're in my life and that you have, you know, been on uh, my podcast for whatever the fuck reason you enjoy doing it. And uh, it's really been, uh, you know, a fun friendship. And I hope it continues for many, many, many years. And uh, best of luck in whatever you do in your future Nazi uh, (laughs) robot fighting. You have to listen to our show to understand what's going on. Which might be coming next. Is that coming next? Is it? (laughs) I guess this doesn't turn off. Well, with that, I want to give another thank you from all of us in the School Sucks audience and give you the last word and permission to fix your tassel situation. Yes. And an announcement, right? An announcement? That will be... Oh, I don't know if we have time to get into what's next. I had a funny thought while I was sitting here about... Like, I went to school for 12 years. Yes, it's mildly clever that the show lasted for 12 years, and that's what school lasted for, and the timing was right for that to work out. But I went for 12 years. And then I also was uh, an educator for 12 years between teaching and tutoring. And I just (laughs) just had this thought about how funny it would be to organize an event out of either of those groups of people, the people I taught or the people that taught me. It, it wouldn't have gone so well. It's just, it's just really, it's really funny to think about that. I, I close my eyes at one point and picture that happening. So, long story short, this turns out to be a really, really ideal format for communicating with people, for doing education, and I'm certainly going to continue. I think I have a pretty great idea that is much more aligned with the needs of the world in 2021. And it will launch in the fall. And I'll be around here for the next two days. And maybe I'll tell you about it. (laughs) I'm extremely grateful to all of you for coming. So much of of the great things, the love that I have in my life today, the friendships, the optimism are from this work that I've been fortunate enough to do, that I was lucky that... It was just the right time to do something like this when I wanted to do it. Having a podcast in 2009 was actually kind of impressive. If kids are too young to know that. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to to what's next and to be able to start it with uh, such a great foundation of uh, friends and colleagues and uh, skills acquired and wisdom acquired from doing this. So thank you, everybody, so much for this. I'm sure there's all kinds of things that I've forgotten to say, so I'll try to spread them out over the next two days. But thank you.
Okay, that was pretty cool, man. So, yeah, Brett, thank you so much for being here. Um, Brett is my favorite podcast. Uh, I love listening to him. But shit, what am I going to do in my car now? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm uh, I'm honored that I could be here and to give everyone this experience with you to have you here because you have a lot of fans. I'm one of them. And um, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, if you want to be able to hang out with your favorite podcast, you just got to start a big camp thing and it helps. <laughs> But no, it's awesome that you can be here. I'm glad you guys are having fun, and I'm glad everyone got to enjoy this experience. This was It was touching. What you do means a lot to me. It changed my life. It changed my daughter's life in immeasurable ways. I mean, her life is a trajectory completely different. Completely different, because this guy records a few things on the internet. Small thing makes big difference. Yeah.